Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. It's Big Head Barbie and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Don't ever think you getting up on me, I'ma get my lit back. Wish a nigga would play with me, I push some shit back. Getting just on that group shit now. Alright, we got Big Head Barbie jumping off the porch with us today. What's up, y'all? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. For sure, for sure. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us today. Thank you. No cap, it's been a long time coming, but you know what I'm saying? We got it together. Yeah, we got it together. <laughs> So what you working on in the city right now? Um, getting back in the studio really. Like, it's just been a lot going on lately. So having that, you know, everybody had their own stuff going on. I just be wanting everybody to be with me when I'm doing, you know, certain things. So I don't know. I just be like, I need to get back in the studio, y'all. And they be like, get in the studio. We gonna come with you. But it just, you know, be light stuff going on. So that's just really what it is. What type of flow would you say that takes on, you know, giving everybody their individuality and letting everybody deal with their personal stuff? Really? Honestly, I had to learn, like, really for real. Like, I, at first, I used to be mad, like, oh, you can't make it here, you can't make it there. And then I started thinking, like, everybody got their own life, too. Like, everybody don't want to do what I'm doing, so it's like they're going to be there when they can be there. Like, because that's how it is with me. Like, I can be there when I can be there. So it's like, let me not take that out on them. Like, it's cool. Like, it's going to be plenty more stuff we doing. You make it, you can't. It's cool. Thanks. So how do you take your mind off work sometimes when everything comes too hectic? I don't know. I just <laughs> stay to myself. Like, start making money. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just isolate myself, basically. Like, be like you know what? Like, let me do this for the meantime. Get my line off of things. Let me chill with my baby or something. Spend some time with her. Get my mind off of other things, basically. Real spill. Yeah. What does motherhood mean to you? A lot. I'm not going to lie, a lot. Like, and I became a mother at a young age. Like, I was 17, still in high school and everything. Like, graduated and all that. So it's like, motherhood means a lot to me. Like, it's a lot of sacrifices that you really have to take as a mother. And when I say, like, it's not a lot. I'm not gonna say it's a lot, but when it comes to like emotional, like emotional stuff and all that, like it's a lot. Being a mother is a lot. I'm not gonna lie. For sure. Definitely. So how do you balance work, motherhood, yourself? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Friends, family. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> the grandma, the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Like, my mama be there, like, my mama watch my baby, like, right now, my mama got my baby. Don't nobody watch my baby but my mama, like, that's my biggest support. Like, my mom came, lived with me, like, when I moved out, like, I know you gonna need help. Like, I'm finna move in with you, and she ain't live, I promise you, she ain't live. Like, she there. 
So it's like anything I want to do or anything, she behind me, she supporting me. She like, I'm gonna watch her. Like before I go, before I do anything, inspirational text, like you got this. Like I believe in you, you know, and she at the house with my baby. That's real shit though. <laughs> yeah, like I love that. Like, yeah. cause most parents be out here trying to be in the club with their kids and stuff. My mom not like that. My mom is a real grown woman. Like really had a career, like had us put together. So when I became a mother, my mama really dedicated her life to become a grandmother. Like she was ready. That's real. Yeah. So what does it mean to you to have not only your mother as a solid support system, but the rest of your family and the rest of your members you got here with you today? Sure, I love it. I ain't gonna lie. I love it because it's like a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people don't have people that believe in them. Like you got people that's just around you because they think you going somewhere. So it's like, I'm gonna just be around you. Just put my face in it. But like, nah, like my people be there because they like, I would believe in you. Like go ahead and get back in the studio. Like what's up? What you doing? Like. Yeah, that mean a lot to me. I'm not gonna lie, it do. Like, if I would've been sitting up here by myself, I would've been cool, but I feel way more happier that they here with me. Feel way more comfortable. Yeah, I feel way yeah. more comfortable. I feel like I could be more of myself because they around me too. You feel that support? Yeah, of Real course. Shit. Of course. So how would you describe your upbringing coming up? I don't know, like, it's been fun. I'm not gonna lie, it's been fun. Like, the first time I dropped, like, I was in Miami, like, in the whole time, the first day I dropped, like, everybody posting my music on their story. <laughs> I ain't even expect it to be like that. Like, I'm like, ain't nobody gonna be messing with me for real. They probably ain't gonna like the song. You know, like, cause as an artist, like, they, you, you think more so on what, yo, like, what the people gonna think. So it's like, I started off like, I don't like my music until somebody else tell me that they like, me, like they, that they like my music. So it's like, it be like that. So, I don't know, I, it's been fun. Like, I swear, like, people like, oh, I want you to host at the club. Like, come to the club, bring you and all your friends. You want your friends on the flyer? Like, that's so cool <laughs> to me. Like, I swear because all my friends, like, they real pretty. Like, they yeah. like, okay, you want your friends on the flyer? Y'all come, we gonna pay for the bottles. Like. It's fun. It's fun. And I really want to just go ahead and just jump back out there and do it again. Because I really took a break for a little month. But I like it. I ain't gonna lie, I like it. It's cool to me. Where would you say your musical inspirations come from? <sighs> That's a good question. Because I really like, I listen to music and stuff, but it's like, I don't really have an inspirational, but I look on like social media, like, and look at how people like live, like that's, you know, artists and stuff like that. I'm like, dang, like they lit, they having fun. Like, so it's like, it's a lot of aspiration out here, really. I don't even know how to answer that question. It's so many inspirational people, like, who can I say like really my inspirational for real? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You can't listen to no artists that you fuck with coming up. Coming up, or they don't already made it. Either or. Female artists, male artists. Both. Both. Okay. I'm gonna say female artists. I'm gonna say I really love Nicki Minaj. I ain't gonna lie. I love Nicki Minaj. I love Cardi too, though. Cardi. It's where like growing going up as of now. Glorilla them is cool. Like. I fuck with it, but men, of course, everybody from Atlanta gonna say baby. Yeah, like baby for sure. Like I fuck with baby, but who else? 
Rob 49. He cool. I fuck with the music. I can't really say nobody else for real. <laughs> That's who I listen to, really. Yeah. So how would you describe your sound to somebody who's not familiar? I don't know. A lot of people tell me, like, I sound like a... What is it? Um, the fuck? Like, I'm trying to think. It's out of town, though. They ain't say, like, no Memphis or no shit. It's like some Chicago shit or something. Like, they was telling me, like, Cash Dog and somebody else. Like, when I had posted on TikTok, they was telling me, like, you sound like you not from Atlanta. So I'm like, huh? Like, how Atlanta person sound? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I can say, like, my sound is. Really? I don't know. How would you describe coming up in the city of Atlanta? Because, you know, that's some, mag some magical shit. Like, if you know, you know type shit. You know what I mean? So... How it's would you describe you know. your experience coming It's all about who you know, really. Like, that's exactly how I'm gonna look at it when it comes from Atlanta. Like, you can not know how to rap or nothing. Like, as long as you know the right person, you gonna get signed. Like, you might be in some bullshit, but hey, you got that clap by yourself. <laughs> you got the clap. Like, you might be in the bullshit deal. You gonna owe them folks a lot, but hey, you, you going up. Like, you gonna get that platform. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's how I be in Atlanta, though. It's all about who you know. It ain't about if you talented or not, but you'll go a long way if you talented, for real, though. But it's all about who you know. For sure. Mm-hmm. What side of the city are you from? I'm from the South Side. Okay. I was raised on the South Side. Why would you say the South Side is different from the other sides of the city? Or what makes the South Side different from the other side I of the city? I ain't gonna lie. Ever since I graduated and I moved from the South Side, I don't even go out there like that. Like... I go out there for some, go see my grandparents or something. I go straight back to where I live at. Like, I don't really go out there. I ain't gonna lie, like, growing up out there, they was really haters, like, cause everybody, you know, like, lived in big houses and stuff like that. So I really feel like everybody ain't know they still. So they was trying to find they selves and speaking out on other people and stuff like that. Like, well, I Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Got this, and they don't got that. You know, like, we might live in the same neighborhood. Our parents' house bought in this, but you feel me? Like, oh, they don't got what I got. Like, they was weird like that. Like, they was real weird. That's not weird. That's why I moved from out there. I'm like, I can't be around people like that. I don't have a hating mode in my body, like. If you want your stuff, you want your stuff, I'm going to give you yeah. your props. They ain't like that. They was haters, for sure. What type of impression would you say that leaves on not only you, but people when somebody who from the higher ups or got something more than somebody else shit on the next person who don't have, you know what I'm saying, the same shit another person got? I really don't fuck with shit like that. Right. I'm not going to lie. Like, and I feel like a lot of niggas do that around they other homeboys and stuff when they got something to do with like females. Like, oh... I'm gonna say this and that about this nigga just to, you know, get some pussy or something. Like, that's how niggas be. But, like, with females, females just gonna speak down on another bitch because <laughs> the bitch might be fucking they nigga. And I'm just be real. So, they gonna be like, oh, she ain't pretty like that or some shit. They gonna make up something to say. That's just how people are. When they're not confident within their self, when they feel lower as a person, they gonna speak down on the next person. I really don't fuck with shit like that because get on folks, they props. Like, what is that gonna do for you speaking down on somebody? That's not, like, if that makes you feel better as a person, you're sad. Like, that's how I feel about it. 
there's no way you should be doing that if you a confident person. If you got your shit together, you should be trying to help other people then putting them down. That shows a lot about your character if you do shit like that. Facts. When would you say you knew that this rap shit was gonna be your way out? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Hey, you try to say too much, but hey, we, we gonna get some money regardless. So it's like, shit. When everybody really started telling me like, hey, like, I ain't even no no you know like no dick riding shit and then but hey you you lit like you know what you doing so like stick to it but it's like at first I was on some humble just going to the studio just to have fun type shit but I was like I ain't even gonna lie like when I got around the right people like I got an engineer my engineer I met him on like really like on purpose but on accident like when I came he was like yeah they had another engineer that was supposed to be coming but shit I was like I take it. like he produce a lot of good artists like his name Neil Lante like he's really good and I was like okay all this not happening for no reason like I'm not meeting these type of people for no reason like I'm this might really be a way out for real for sure so walk us through your creative process what is it like creating a song in the, in the studio with you yeah <laughs> I ain't gonna lie my engineer be on me like he was like hey say that over again like he really be like that, like, so it's like, at first, I write my music, so I used to be saying it like I'm, I'm like, I'm reading, like, literally out of a book, so he just helped me, like, a lot, like, it's not hard to make a song, once you keep going, you get better at doing it, but at first, I ain't gonna lie, it was a little rocky for me, I knew what I was saying, but I didn't know what I was doing, like, because that was my first time going. But it's cool, I ain't gonna lie, it's cool. Some process not, it's not hard. As long as you got a good engineer or a good producer with you, they gonna walk you through everything you need to go through anyway. They ain't gonna let you leave out with no crazy jump. For sure. So how did you come up with the name Big Head Barbie? That's, that was my business name. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, like a lot of people don't always call me Barbie, like I ain't gonna lie, like, I'm like like a Barbie and stuff like that like my favorite color always been pink like everything is just so pink to me like when I had got that was my first car my second car like I had got a pink Range Rover like everybody was like you such a Barbie like so it was like Barbie this Barbie that then I started a hair business and I was like let me think of something that's gonna be different that ain't nobody got and my hair business is Big Head Barbie here in Accessories LLC so when I was in the studio I'm like y'all what should my rap name be Everybody like hood Barbie, this Barbie, ghetto Barbie. I'm like, ain't no ghetto bitch. Like, I ain't gonna lie, ain't no ghetto bitch. I ain't never lived in the hood a day in my life. My mama always had us straight in the suburbs. Like, what? Like, I'm like, nah. So somebody was just like, I like your business name for you, Big Head Barbie. Like, it fit you. So I was like, you right. It really do fit me. So I went with that. That's real. Yeah. So what was the reaction once you dropped the Go Off Freestyle? Oh, everybody liked that song. I ain't gonna lie, everybody loves that song. And I would've thought they would've liked my other song more, like, because it was like, it's a song, but Talking that, about up. Yeah, that freestyle though, everybody was like, oh, you was popping your shit on there. Like, I like that song, like, they like that. Like, I was surprised because it's so short. So I'm like, shit, I don't think they really gonna fuck with it for real. But I know so many people who know that whole song. Like, I know so many people that tag me on Instagram, like, I fuck with this song, like, just recording to it. Like, I fuck with it. 
But I would have thought the other song, you know, it was like, but shit, everybody fuck with that song more though. I was shocked. What is it that you want listeners to take from your music? Really though, like fuck a nigga, like that's how I be feeling about it. Like I ain't even gonna lie, like I be seeing girls, like they be in their feelings about niggas and stuff like that. Like, and I'm not gonna say I was never that girl, but it took me one time for a nigga broke my heart, and I was like, yeah, I'm dogging shit for the rest of my life. But not long. I plan on getting married, maybe. But at the same time, like, baby, fuck a nigga. Like, you can get this money on your own. You don't need no nigga to do no shit like that. Like, fuck these niggas, dog these niggas, do whatever you need to do. Like, to be yourself. Because once you get so in tune to a dude, I feel like you start losing yourself. Like, no, you got to have that confidence. Niggas love when you pop your shit. Niggas love that shit on me on God. They be like, I love when you do shit like that. So it's like, shit, be you. Pop your shit. These niggas don't fuck with you regardless. You can... Dog a nigga, a nigga gonna fuck with you. Let a, let a bitch do anything for a nigga. He gonna run all over that bitch. I promise you, like, telling you, pop your shit, do you, like, not giving the fuck. These niggas gonna love you. They gonna kiss the ground you walk on. Cause you, don't, you ain't all into them. You into yourself. That's just what it is. So how do you feel about Gorilla saying you should go 50-50 with your nigga? Hmm. <laughs> ain't he gonna hold you I got my own you know like how people look at it like a lot of these bitches don't have 50 to give a nigga you get what I'm saying I got my 50 to give a nigga but at the same time if you up dealing with the right nigga you really ain't gotta do shit for real but at the same time I ain't gonna lie if I see something I like and I know my nigga gonna look good in that shit. Like, I'm buying it for him. Like, but that's but when I that's got going a nigga. 50 50 with your nigga, though. And, like, when it come to, like, because I ain't gonna cap. I ain't trying to move in with no nigga or nothing like that. Like, I got a daughter. Like, I ain't just finna jump into moving in with no dude or bringing no dude around my child. So, like, when it come to 50 50 shit, as far as, like, going on dates or, like, spoiling or some shit like that, I don't really consider that as 50 50. I consider that as relationship shit. Like, that's what you do in a relationship. But 50 50 as in paying bills and stuff like that, I could see if we're trying to be something and we're building together type shit, then yeah, that's fine when you're both struggling and shit. You get what I'm saying? But if we both not struggling, I'm not even counting that shit. Like, I'm not counting 50 50 type shit. I'm not counting it. That's real shit though. Yeah, like, you got it, I got it. One time you might want to pay for it. I might pay for it this time. I don't have a problem with it, but I don't really like the 50-50 conversation, honestly. Like, cause it be bitches who ain't even have, they don't got 50 to give to speak on some 50-50 shit. Like, oh, I ain't going 50-50 with no yeah, nigga. Shit. You don't have 50-50 <laughs> to get at me, girl. Like, you don't have shit. Like, chill, chill out. Like, mm-mm, they be doing too much on that conversation. Like, this generation ain't got no hope when it comes to relationships. A lot of shit, like, they just lost and that's their parents' fault. Maybe they didn't have no father figures that. How can I put it? Okay, so, you know, back in the day, like, grandparents type shit, I ain't gonna count. My granddaddy paid, like, all the bills. Like, my grandma ain't had to buy shit, like, when she passed. Like, it was 
I don't know, like she just never had to buy shit. Like he was the provider, you get what I'm saying? But she, he had a home cooked meal every night or some shit like that though. So I feel like if you was raised to cater to your man, you know, and stuff like that, they might not have a problem with a man providing 100% for them. But me personally, I have my own. I don't want no nigga provide 100% for me because I ain't gonna cap. Like that's too much control. That's how I feel about it. Like, you might beat my ass if I'm talking to a nigga outside. Like, because you feel like, bitch, I do everything for you. Like, nah, we ain't doing that. Like, hell nah. Like, uh-uh. I can't let no nigga do 100% for me. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to give you some. You're going to give me some. That's going to be that. Like, hell nah. I don't like that. Them niggas be insecure. I know a lot of niggas that's 100%. They will beat your ass if you play with them. I promise you. Like, because, bitch, I made you. That's how they look at you. Bitch, I made you. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Did you like a nigga ain't finna look at me like he made me? A nigga ain't help me get to nothing where I'm at. I don't like being treated like that. That's just the ego thing, like a pride thing. Like you ain't gonna make me feel less than what I am, and I feel like that plays a big role. Like no, mm mm. That's how I feel about it. Where it's feel. So when can the fans expect the project from? I probably go to the studio this weekend. <laughs> I drop some next weekend. I don't know. Like I haven't. I shot a video, but I haven't dropped it. Yet. And I shot the video like in the end of August. Never dropped it. So mm, I might just drop that. Then drop a song after that. I don't know yet. I like to keep them a little surprise. I don't want to just spill everything and want to put all eggs in one basket. Like just wait until I drop it. For sure. Yeah. What's some lessons that you learned in 2022 that you're going to apply in 2023? Ooh. I'm an open book, right? Like, when it comes to things, like, I'm not a secretive person. Like, I'm a cancer, so it's like, I'm emotional, and I make it clear that I'm emotional and stuff. But I never want to be like that again. Like, trusting certain people with personal business of mine and stuff like that, like, you know how most people can say like, oh, I told this person my plans or I told everybody my plans before I actually did it. And you know, it don't never work out like how it was supposed to work out because you don't know who wishing bad on you. So it's like, I feel like now I'm way more secretive of what I got going on, like until it's confirmed. So I think I'm gonna take that on until 2023, like not telling everybody my business, like as far as what I'm doing, what I'm manifesting in life, like, I just want to do it. If it's not like my inner circle, like people that I know like want to see me win, I'm not telling them, like, I'm not going to social media and I'm not like, hey, I want to do this and this, this and that. Like, will you guys support me? I've never been that type of person, but I'm just saying like, I wouldn't do anything like that at this point. I don't want to do that. Like, I don't know. And keeping certain people around you, like it just be, it just be a lot. I ain't gonna lie, it's a lot. I wouldn't do that. It's a lot of things I wouldn't do no more. I ain't gonna lie, I don't even want to put that type of information on camera, but there's a lot of things I wouldn't do no more that I don't learn in 2022 that I would not take on in 2023. Like, 
certain niggas, all that. Like, who? I ain't going for nothing no more, I swear to God. Like, it's over with. Y'all done had me 2022. Yeah, that was, I couldn't even say that was the worst year. Y'all feel like that was the worst year for y'all? 2022? Like, 2022 was cool, 2022 but it was- was like a year type It thing. was weird. Yeah. It was weird. We learned so much in 2022, like- It was just like- It was fun, but it was weird. everyday type shit, like- Yeah, like, what the hell is going on? Like, <laughs> it was weird. I've never felt a year like this before. Like, deaths, as far as deaths, like, my grandma died. My friend grandma died. My friend mama died. Like, this was a year, like, it was weird, like, I will never like look at it like this was the perfect year for me. You know how every year people be like, oh, this is gonna be a good year. This is, man, please, this year was some <laughs> bullshit. Like what? Like, no way. I feel like this year was a real lesson learning type year. Yeah, type shit. You know what I mean? Shit. Like, I, or you might've even like went through some shit you already went through just to see if you'll like fuck up again type shit. Like, it was just some lesson learning shit for real. That shit was crazy, I ain't gonna lie. I done been through some shit this year. Man, what? No. It's too much. It's too much. Hell no. Nah. When, mm-mm. When do a lot of shit next year? That's what I'm saying. I ain't going for that next year. So what, what else you working on right now? Well, honestly though, like for real, I be having like a lot of like management teams reaching out to me and like a lot of interviewers reaching out to me and stuff. I feel like I want to open up to those people and stuff. Like, I want to do interviews with different people, work with different people, but I don't think that I'm ready for that yet. I think I want to drop more music, um, more singles. I'm not focused on the album right now. I think I probably wouldn't do no album until like mid-2023 when I know like, I don't know, like I have more experience in it for one and two, I just feel like I'ma just go with the flow for a minute until I'm like onto some real big shit. Like I feel like this is only just the beginning, so it's more that's gonna come with it. I don't know, like I don't know what's next. I'm waiting for what's next, really. I'm just I don't know. I don't wanna procrastinate on it though. Like I wanna go and talk to those new interviewers. I wanna go and tell you know people more about me but I feel like I need to have more music so people can listen to my music more so they can be like okay I want to know all this about her you get what I'm saying like I want to find out who this girl really is I don't know like I'm gonna just go with the flow really I don't know what's next so being that you already a successful entrepreneur with your hair business what's some of the other business revenues you want to dive into and talk more so about (laughs) How did you discover the path to want to be an entrepreneur in the hair business? <laughs> um, really, like, I'm gonna be real, but you know, it's other ways to make money out here in Atlanta. And if you know me, you know, it ain't much to say. But as far as my hair business, my hair business have went a long way. I've had my business for two years, going on three years now, 2023, December, no, January 1st, will make three years for my business. So, it's cool though, I ain't gonna lie, you have, you meet a lot of people off networking off your business and stuff, I'm not gonna lie, like, Instagram, 
Atlanta in general play a big role in being an entrepreneur. Like, people really be supporting you out here. The people in Atlanta will support you before any friends do. So that's gonna take you a long way, period, being an entrepreneur. But I do feel as if other type of revenues will take you a long way too. Like, I don't ever feel like a person should be focused on one thing, like, as far as money. A lot of people do, but me personally, I'm not doing it. Like, I really got responsibilities for, like, that's just like people with a job, like they, you know, like they move check from check and stuff because that's, you know, that's what they custom to doing because that's what gets them by in life. I don't want to just get by in life. Like I want to find the things for sure. Like my mama was that type. Like she wanted to find the things. She got to find the things. Mm-hmm. I ain't just trying to move off of business. Like I want to move off of the stuff too. I don't feel like nothing wrong with that. Any last words and shout outs? I ain't got no shout outs to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no shout outs to nobody. Like, who I need to shout out? Shout out to <laughs> your baby. Exactly. Shout out to Zoe. <laughs> yeah, shout out to my baby. I'm finna come get you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Like, I ain't got no shout outs to nobody. Real a shout true. out to my friend that come here. That's they ain't there ready. Shout out to my mama for watching my baby. <laughs> for real. That's really it. Real spill. Big hair. Bye, real. Appreciate having you on the porch with us today. Thank you. Gang. Don't ever think you getting up on me. I'm going to get my lip back. Wish a bitch would play with me. I push her shit back. Niggas on that group of shit now. Get the fuck back. Bitch ain't what your... Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.